Hey, Joyce. Hi. It works. Yeah, good job. And I'm glad that you have, <laughs> I'm glad the audio is clear. And it's not yeah. like. I know how much that annoys you. I'm sorry. It does. I, I was like. Other people were fine with it, but not good enough for Aaron. So Joyce was teaching Sunday school this morning and she has notoriously bad <laughs> audio on her laptop. And she said, oh, I think it's fine. And then I, I was said, using, I was using a different microphone today too. So you I actually like set up. You like yeah, tried. I, I did. <laughs> I use like a professional grade microphone, but I think it's because my laptop buzzes and yeah. that's what you were hearing. So... Well, I'm sorry. It, it's okay. I'm just glad that you fixed it. So I appreciate you for, <laughs> for fixing it. Now, now I was able to pay attention in Sunday school and you, you did great. Um, we'll talk about that later though. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Joyce, during lockdown, coronavirus, everything? What's going on in your life? I'm doing good. Um, I actually finished work last, last week. Yeah. So I had one week of summer break. So nice. Yeah, I work um, at a school as an occupational therapist, so I'm on summer break now. And yeah, it's been really, I've been really grateful because I work as a contract worker and um, with contract employment at schools, I've heard that a lot of other therapists don't, like didn't get to work after the school shut down. So the fact that I work at a school and I was still able to work and also the fact that I'm contract and able to still work was really um, a blessing. Yeah. So yeah, I've been yeah. really grateful for that. Um, what did you do during your break or your week off? Um, I mean, I guess I've been wedding planning and so John, uh, John and I, my fiance and I are trying to fix up his house before we move in. So we've actually been meeting with like a lot of contractors and trying to figure out like house things. So yeah, let's, that's been keeping me busy. Yeah, let's talk about this. How is <laughs> wedding, planning, uh, getting ready to live together, moving into a place? How is that? How is that going during? this crisis, um, this global pandemic? Yeah, well, it definitely changes things. So like everything that I had been planning before, like obviously got changed to now we're having like a small family ceremony. Um, I think we're gonna have like the best man made of honor there. But other than that, like just family, and whoever is like helping. Um, but yeah, like, it's pretty crazy how everything just all of a sudden changed. And I think it's weird because I'm getting married at the end of July and it's like in that weird, like in between phase of like, I don't really know what things are going to look like. It, it's going to be like a lot better by then or a lot worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of uncertainty mm. with that kind of stuff, but it's also nice because it kind of makes you focus on like what's actually important and like what, the marriage ceremony is all about mm. so yeah, yeah that that's a really mature answer did you always <laughs> did you always feel this way I mean there's definitely like ups and downs I think it comes in like waves I think at one like sometimes I think that I'm really like content and like happy and like just glad and excited to get married but then other times I do think like oh man I'm not gonna like 
um, have, I don't know, like a big reception. I'm not going to have like, maybe not have live music at my wedding. Um, I'm not going to have like my whole wedding party there and do like all the wedding party things. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a little bit of sadness in it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay, we'll, we'll revisit this too. We'll revisit this too in a little later. Okay. Um, but let, let's talk about online ministry really quick. Um, what are you doing online these days? I know that we did Sunday school, but that's not the only thing that you're doing, right? Yeah. Um, I'm doing Unicoi online. So we're doing youth ministry online on Friday nights. So we still have like the large group gathering with the sermon. And then afterwards, we break off into small groups. So still doing that. And then I guess I'm helping with worship, um, playing Cajon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw that. Okay, let, let's break this down. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's go with worship first since you mentioned that. Um, how do you like playing Cajon to a video and then being recorded and seeing yourself on there on Sundays? It's weird. It's really different. Because I think like when you're playing with other people live, you kind of feed off of the energy in the room and you feed off of like what everyone else is doing musically, um, especially for like dynamics and like, yeah, just like the overall like musicality of it all. I think it's hard because when I'm playing Cajon, I'm only playing to one person's recording. Um, and they, they give directions like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Like at the next verse, this is where we're going to like get louder, get softer. Um, but it's definitely different and harder <laughs> and <laughs> to play. I mean, it sounds good. Uh, how do you like watching yourself on Sunday mornings? I don't like it. <laughs> it's so weird. I mean, it's not like you're like the big one in the middle. You know, you're kind of like yeah. at the side. Yeah. Yeah, but I, don't but know, it's I think just... it's cool. I think yeah, it's cool. cool. I like I watching think... other people. I mean, you know me, definitely percussion is a great addition to any worship set so I, I'm thankful that that you do that and that you put yourself out there for everybody to see um can yeah. you talk about uh you said Friday night ministry right you're still doing mm -hmm. Unicoi how, how how is that how is running a high school small group or you know whatever Friday night fellowship online um I mean I think that it's definitely different it's definitely nicer to be in person because I think it's the same thing like you feed off of the energy of like the people in the room and it's more casual um people don't mute themselves and then unmute themselves <laughs> and then in the beginning it was like harder to like figure out a rhythm I guess between the group um and just like even like having people show up like on camera versus like not on camera yeah. Um, so there's all of that to deal with. And then like every once in a while, the room will run out of time and then we have to leave and then come back. So technical difficulties. <laughs> what are you um, guys okay, yeah, yeah. What? No, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm still really grateful though that we can meet online. And like, um, I think we've definitely like gotten a lot more used to the online platform and we're mm. able to still have like conversations, still pray for each other. Um, so I'm definitely grateful for the fact that we can still meet online. Yeah. And I mentioned this in Sunday school. I'm, I'm just thankful that people still show up to these online, uh, ministry type of things. You taught Sunday school this morning. Uh, you, you had a good lesson. 
uh, how is teaching Sunday school online? And then I also want to ask you, you talked about like hashtag Black Lives Matter and like being on Instagram and stuff, but you don't even have Instagram. So I want to, I want to ask you like, like how is it like talking about an issue where you're not even like really participating in it? You can start with teaching online first. Okay. Um, well, teaching online, I think I actually, it's, I'm less nervous teaching online than in person um, because I have like my notes in front of me and um, I don't know, it, it just feels different, like not as nerve wracking as teaching in person. But I do definitely miss like the back and forth between the teachers and the students. Um, online, I feel like you do have to um, try harder to engage the students since everyone's just like at home, it's Sunday morning. Um, so that's definitely different. And I miss that. Um, but yeah, I, I taught on hashtag Black Lives Matter. And I mean, I still have Facebook. So I still oh, see right, things. Right, right. Um, right. I still see posts and I kind of have an idea of what's going on. Um, but yeah, I'm not really like in the thick of it as other people are because I don't have that much social media. Mm -hmm. um but I I did hear like from the youth um and from other counselors like how people are reacting to everything and what people think um so I was kind of building off of what I've heard and discussed with other people I see. Um, to try and yeah address what's going on yeah and I think you did good um Felicia did a great job last week you did a good job this week I think these current event issues are like really important and it, it's good that we can talk about it especially from you know the lens of the bible and what god has to say about it so thanks for doing it and taking on such a tough subject um yeah we had a question uh what's your favorite bible verse my favorite bible verse is philippians 4 11 to 12 okay do you want to read that for us yeah i will read it have it funny <laughs> Um, so this is the verse, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. And why is that your favorite verse? I think that this is my favorite verse because it's just a verse that has been with me ever since I was pretty young I think I first discovered it when I was in like middle school um and back then I think I was more thinking in terms of like I want these things these like objects like toys or whatever and I didn't have them and then this verse was like oh like I don't need to have like things in order to be content in order to be happy because I have Jesus and then over the years it kind of just like matured and um was applied to all these different circumstances in my life, like in college, like thinking about like um, career, community, um, you know, deeper things in life. And it's still a verse that is just like so encouraging and relevant to think that um, in whatever circumstance, whatever I have or whatever I don't have, like I know how to be content and how to face these things because Jesus is the same in all circumstances and that's really all I need so yeah, yeah that's so good um 
I told you we would come back to this. So do you have any final words of encouragement, maybe for people that are wedding planning during this time or how, how mm. you, how you, you know, kind of had a different perspective on it um, or just, you know, any encouragement for young adults in general uh, during this crisis um, with jobs or with living at home, anything you, you'd like yeah. to say. Um, I guess I would encourage people to remember that in all circumstances, God is still in control and God has his purposes for everything that takes place in my life and in the world. Um, and he also tells us to not be anxious about anything, but to just bring everything to him and rejoice in him in every circumstance. So I would encourage people to remember um, God's faithfulness and God's goodness to them, um, no matter what's going on in your life. Like God is still um, the same good father um, that he was like in the good circumstances and in the bad circumstances. And he um, is someone that we can find our ultimate joy and hope in. And that's something that doesn't change um, based on our circumstances. That's so good. Thanks, Joyce. Thanks for sharing that with us. And thanks for joining me on this call. Thanks. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. Um, I'm excited for what, what's next, what's coming next in your life. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye, Joyce. Thanks. Bye. Bye.